Welcome to Regenerative Medicine Today. This is John Murphy. It's my pleasure to introduce this podcast, which is addressing the Regenerative Medicine Summer School at the McGowan Institute. And we will also have the privilege of meeting one of the participants of a prior summer school program. Let me begin by introducing Dr. Brian Brown, who joins us by telephone. Dr. Brown is an assistant professor at the University of Pittsburgh and the director of the Regenerative Medicine Summer School, which is coming into its third year. Dr. Brown, welcome to Regenerative Medicine today. Thanks, John. Now, will you please give us a brief introduction to the summer school, both in terms of past experience as well as what you have planned for the coming year? Sure. So the the summer school is designed to provide students both nationally and internationally with a week-long classroom as well as hands-on laboratory-based learning experience, which addresses the science and the engineering related to the multidisciplinary field of regenerative medicine. So this is going to be your third year, is that correct? This will be the the third year. The first two years have been very successful. We've had just under 40 students come through the program here in Pittsburgh, and those students have come from all across the United States, as well as a few students from Canada, and we're hoping to continue to extend that reach this year. Do you have a date for the new summer school? This year's summer school is going to be happening the week of June 20th, so June 20th to 24th, 2016, here at the McGowan Institute in Pittsburgh. How does someone get more information or register for the summer school? For more information on our summer school, you can visit www.mirm.pit.edu slash professional development slash summer-school, or you can visit the McGowan Institute webpage again, that's www.mirm.pit.edu, and look under the events tab. We'll also put this link on the podcast site. So tell us more about the activities that you have planned for students who participate in the program. I believe you have a series of laboratory activities, is that correct? Yeah, so there are some laboratory activities that we've done both of the past two years. And the laboratory activities are designed for the students to be hands-on and participating in the actual labs of the McGowan Institute faculty. And in the past, we've done things like decellularization of tissues and organs to create biologic scaffolds. We've done 3D printing. We've done cell culture and tissue engineering. We've done some microscopy and we've looked at electrospinning as well as biomechanics. And we're looking forward to having a great schedule of laboratory activities again this year. Additionally, we've been able to tour some of the larger facilities at the University of Pittsburgh. For example, each year we're able to go to the Center for Biologic Imaging, which is one of the largest centers for biologic imaging in the United States, and learn a lot about microscopy and the types of imaging that are used in tissue engineering and regenerative medicine. If I recall... You also provide an opportunity for students to participate in the Artificial Heart Program. That's correct. The Artificial Heart Program has been part of the McGowan Institute for many years, and we're able, through that program, to take the the students up to the hospital and have them tour the Artificial Heart Program and have some hands-on time and, and really see those devices and understand how they work. So at the introduction of this podcast, I mentioned that we have a second guest who also joins us via telephone from Canada. 
It's my pleasure to welcome Dr. McInnes, who was a participant in the summer school program last year. Dr. McInnes recently graduated with a degree in medicine from the Saskatchewan Medical School. Dr. McInnes, welcome to Regenerative Medicine today. Hi, John. Glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about your experience with the summer school, and then we'll talk about your current initiative. I really enjoyed the summer school opportunity I had. I kind of lucked out in finding it. I was registering for a membership with Termis, and I happened to notice it on one of their columns that there was a summer school in McGowan. So I was familiar with McGowan a little bit, so I quickly signed up and had an opportunity to come down to Pittsburgh, and I really enjoyed the opportunity. While I was there, I had a great opportunity to network with several students from across the U.S. At the time, I was the only medical student there, so it was interesting to get to see more of the engineering side of it and the non-clinical side of regenerative medicine, as well as getting a chance to talk with a lot of the instructors and the preceptors that were there to learn more about the clinical side as well. So now you have a short-term initiative to learn more about regenerative medicine. Tell us more about that. I decided, instead of applying to residency this year, that I was going to take a year off to learn more about regenerative medicine. Because regenerative medicine is not a clinical specialty, I was having trouble trying to determine what's the best specialty to be applying for for my residency. There's so few physicians working in regenerative medicine, let alone here in Saskatchewan where I live, that I decided spending some time with some of the leading researchers and some of the clinicians working in the field at these major institutes would be a really good idea. And so my plan is to come down to McGowan from early February through to the end of May to spend some time with Dr. Stephen Badalak in his lab. So that brings us to your fiscal dilemma. Yes, my fiscal dilemma. Unfortunately, because I'm no longer a student, or I'm not an employed faculty member and I'm not a licensed physician, for the most part, I don't qualify for scholarships or research grants, leaving me in a position where I need funding in order to be able to go do these opportunities, but I don't have any way of getting the funds that I actually need to do this. So what I'm doing right now is I'm trying to do some crowdfunding as well as get some awareness out there so people will help to donate to my initiative as well as potentially finding other opportunities to get sponsorship and funding. So how are you proceeding with this? I've set up a crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo. The campaign is called Supporting Career Training in Regenerative Medicine. We will put a link to your crowdfunding site on the podcast website so that people can find it that way. Well, Dr. McInnes, we are excited about your interest in regenerative medicine, and it is commendable that you are willing to take a year off from your regular training to get up to speed in this emerging technology. We wish you all the best in this particular endeavor. We hope that your crowdfunding comes to fruition. I should note for our listeners that you have an impressive goal of trying to raise $45,000 Canadian in order to realize this outcome. So I say best wishes and hope that you do very well. Well, thank you very much, John. I really appreciate this and the opportunity provided me. Before we conclude this podcast, I'd also like to get a few more details from Dr. Brown. We mentioned laboratory activities, but Dr. Brown, can you tell us more about this particular part of the program? The program is set up to be about a half day of lectures and a half day of laboratory activities. And all of the lectures during the regenerative medicine summer school are actually given by McGowan faculty and they touch on the many pillars of regenerative medicine which are being worked on at the McGowan Institute. And so those include things like medical devices. We have a number of faculty who are involved with 
medical devices and the artificial heart program. We have a number who are experts in stem cell biology and the use of stem cells in regenerative medicine. We have people who are interested in biomaterials, both naturally derived and polymeric. And we, we really have a strong focus on clinical translation, as well as some focus on commercial translation. So I think students who will attend this program will get a broad view of what regenerative medicine is, what the potential for regenerative medicine is, but also a very in-depth view of what it really takes to translate technology from the bench top to the bedside. It sounds really exciting, so I think you provide a lot of networking opportunities in terms of peers and faculty. Yes, yeah, so we do have a lot of opportunity for networking every day. The students are paired with graduate students, postdoctoral fellows, faculty and staff of the McGowan Institute for lunches, and that's an opportunity for those students to make connections, to ask the questions that they might have about regenerative medicine, about the types of skills that they might need to get involved with the field, and really in terms of graduate students to get an idea of what a day in the life of an average graduate student is. And we also have other events. I think the last two years we've gone to the Kennywood Amusement Park here in Pittsburgh. It gives you a little bit of local flavor and some opportunity for the students to, to have some fun. I do know that all of our students have created Facebook pages, and I believe that they keep in touch with each other. So one other point, Dr. Brown. Tell us about the target audience that you're looking to engage in this particular program. So we are looking to engage students who are in their second or third year of undergraduate studies, primarily third year, but exceptional candidates in their, their second year or interested candidates in the fourth year are also encouraged to apply, particularly those who are coming from universities or areas where there's not a strong bioengineering presence or not a regenerative medicine focus. Again, everybody is encouraged to apply but we do have a focus on undergraduates who may not have an opportunity to see this information otherwise. So I should point out that Dr. McInnes was an exception, but truly an enjoyable exception. I agree, and, and everybody remembers Dr. McInnes from his time here, and we're all looking forward to, to having him back. Very good. So as we conclude this podcast, I'd like to thank Dr. Brown and Dr. McInnes for joining us today. We remind our listeners that we welcome suggestions on future podcasts, and you can reach us at mail at regenerativemedicinetoday.com. I would like to thank the McGowan Institute that sponsors this podcast series. Until we meet on another podcast, best wishes for all our listeners. Thank you. <laughs>